Hello and welcome to Gag of the Millennial, where we talk about pop culture, current events, and spill the hot scolding Darjeeling right into your lap. <laughs> Scoldy Waldy. Oh, oh my gosh. We have an interesting topic for you guys today. We don't do we? indeed. And we are going to be discussing apocalyptic events, the way we think the world will end, some things that we've heard already. Has the world already ended? We never know, girls. Maybe we're living in a fever dream. I um, mean, it's... I've been there, I've done that, I've yeah. got the medication. She, she's still in a K-hole. So the end of the world is one of these things that's like loads of people throughout history have been like, this is going to be the end of the world, girls. And then everybody else is like, oh, is it really? Oh my God, let's prepare. And then like the day swiftly comes mm -hmm. past and then they're like, I was mistaken actually because I was having a dream. And was then that, a was... woman was there and she oh, said it was next week actually. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. it's just like She was called Sheila. So I have a couple of stories that I really want to talk about, which I think are fascinating. So I'm going to start off with the absolute ludicrous concept in fact this whole story of like american psychics oh god yes always a good place to start is the there loony has been bin so many stories from those people in america who was like repent girls well the rapture is nice oh guys control the universe yes yeah, there's always one like that one recently well i say recently it was like 2012 where that woman made a video where she was like god sent the tsunami to asia because america allowed gays to marry like oh that's my not god yeah, this is this different topic, but those people that, when they think bad happens, blame the gays. Like, oh, what's because gays are married, that's why the tsunami, gays are married, that's why people get killed, gays are married, that's why the earthquake oh, it's happens. Disgusting, like, it's isn't just it? awful. Like, any As if nothing bad ever happened until the gays could marry. Yeah. So, the particular psychic that I want to talk about is kind of like. She's acclaimed as like, or she's claimed to be like, the most famous American psychic ever. She was born in 1904 and she died in 1997. So that's quite a, like, that's a, a long, long life, Especially for someone born then, because the life expectancy was obviously a lot a lower. A little bit lower, especially yeah. when you live through two world wars. But yeah. um, I suppose they were in America, so it's not quite the same. Yeah. But her name is, I think you say it, Jean or Jan Dixon. And she's credited with being like the most famous American psychic. She was really good at like reading people's tells and being able to be like, ah, oh, they- Exploit them. Yeah, exploiting. Yeah, yeah, so basically, yeah, yeah. you know when like, I don't know, Psychic Susan starts her talk and she's like, is there a person called Henry? Yes, and everyone's like, yes, girl! And then burst into tears it's immediately. It's called cold reading. That's the one. Yeah. Yeah. These TV shows where like they would have like a massive audience and one psychic, like the Long Island medium, oh, like yeah. all those people. And it's like, of course someone in this room of 80 people are going to relate to something you are saying. Absolutely. It's always like, like a room full of white people and they're like, Henry. I'm like, yeah. there's at least 19 of them here, yeah. like just in the first row alone. And the funny thing is that they always say like, oh, she died of like, um... Gout. <laughs> no, but it's always like some condition that old people get. Yeah, It's like, never something like serious. Like, like, it you know, was like, peaceful. It was pe yeah. She's with me now. She's she says, this. you're fattening up. <laughs> Basically, all of these tropes... <laughs> Have you ever watched like exposed videos of them being like, they've said wrong things? I love, there was this one I watched with this woman um, who was like pretending that she could see this girl who died and like, oh, she died. But like the person that she was interviewing was the girl that she was seeing. Oh no! So she was like, she came in being like, oh, we this is like a missing child. And it was like a fake missing child and it was her. Oh God. And the, the psychic was like, oh yeah, she, she, she drowned in water. She was in water, it was in water. And she was like, um, so this is me? <laughs> Can you imagine? You'd be like, um, I'm exposed, girl. Uh, yeah, My yeah. career is ended. Yeah. I'm a woman. So basically, this woman, Jean Dixon, she, this is where all the tropes start. She was basically this woman, like the OG nonsense woman. She did quite a complicated prediction, actually, which everyone was like, oh my God, it proves that she's a woman of the night. 
<laughs> woman I of the night. A woman of Satan. That to me, that sounds like a prostitute. Well, well technically it is, but you never know. A mistress of the dark. So she made a prediction that uh, JFK would be assassinated, mm -hmm. but she made this like long-winded prediction that was like, on the 16th of February, 1962, a Democrat will win and will leave and be assassinated in their first term, but maybe not their first term. And it was something like this and basically it ended up that, um, it was JFK that she was talking about. But she made like several wrong like things in this prediction. Mm. And everyone around her was like constantly focusing on what was like correct, what she actually got right, and completely ignoring like the 98% that she got wrong, which I feel is like quite what happens quite a lot with psychics. Very, very common that these, the like, like uh, it's called Nostradamus is like known as like the predictor who's predicted so many things that happen. Oh. But it's like he's predicted thousands of things. Of course, one of these things yeah. are eventually going to happen. Yeah. Like this, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, like it's, shut up. Yeah. After she did this, she did like a big prediction of the world that was going to end in the eighties. But what's really spooky about her is that that prediction came to pass. The world didn't end, as far as we know. I mean, we might be simulation theory right now. Spaghettification. Yeah. Who? So she made a prediction that once the eighties had passed, you know, like turns out she was a fraud people were like not really believing her anymore she made a prediction that the world would end in march 2020 Ooh. isn't that spooky because guess what happened girls coronavirus so i think Jeannie dixon or jean 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 however you say her name jean dixon it's actually keith i think keith dixon <laughs> invented the 5g towers that produced the coronavirus that were used to get into our bodies through yeah. the little wire and yeah, then give us sense. and shut down the world yeah, in 2020. I think she did it all along. So I'm partial to a bit of doomsday myself because I quite like the idea of the doomsday preppers for the end of the world. Oh my are God, I've, these wa people? I've watched a few programs that are doomsday preppers. Mm. Some of them are insane. They are absolutely insane. I've seen one in America and they, like, they were hoarding guns and they had literally had like hundreds of guns in this warehouse that they were keeping and I was like, you guys are nuts. They're literally like starting a militia to yeah. like prevent the end of the world or whatever it is. But I just don't get how these people can like function because they've always been doomsday preppers. It's not just like, oh, I had a problem and then I became mm -hmm. a prepper. Like they've just seemed to have been born a doomsday yeah. prepper. Yeah. It's so weird. They go out and buy like decommissioned military vehicles and they're like, this is my tank Bertha and this is my military warehouse Agnes. <laughs> They live in like a modest one bedroom wooden house with like a literal nuclear bunker underneath their house mm -hmm. because they're like desperate to survive the end of the world. They'll be the first ones to die because they'd panic too much. Well, they're the, also the ones that in this coronavirus were like, I'm not wearing a mask. <laughs> like, well, what was the point of prepping then? I want to doomsday prep unless it doesn't fit with my narrative exactly. or my, my comfort. So no, 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 no mask for me. The one thing that I absolutely love about the doomsday preppers is extreme couponing. Oh my God. Have yeah. you seen this? Yeah. Have you seen this? So extreme couponing is this wonderful phenomenon from America. And that is the best way of starting a sentence. Yep. Because how, like, it is literal insanity. So you get like these family, they're in like a rural Midwestern. Is that a thing? I don't know. <laughs> Can people say that? I'm just going to go with it. A rural Midwestern. And they have like... 14 children, no, that's a bit mild. They've got like six children. And it's usually like a stay-at-home mum and a father that's like quite a sort of like agricultural-based job or something, mm -hmm. like very labourer, very that sort of yeah, thing. Yeah, but And they collect coupons like there is no tomorrow. Yeah. They'll cut them out of magazines, they'll subscribe to like, I don't know, I was about to say Anus Weekly. <laughs> <laughs> and then they go to like Walmart or whatever it is, and they literally have this like stack of like a folder full of coupons and they'll end up getting like 19 Sanex hand sanitizers for like one cent. One that I was watching on YouTube, it was called like Most Amazing Extreme Couponing or something like this. And it was like this woman came in and she took literally like, I'm talking 
like a thousand items. It was insane. The bill was like $7,000 or something. And she whipped out all these coupons. And I think it was in Walmart. They ended up paying her $112. And she was like, I'm just going to my mini truck to put all this in there. It was just absolutely insane. What, for doomsday stuff? For literal, well, it's, you know, like they have their stockpile in case anything yeah. happens, which yeah. is... Like, in my opinion, that's very much doomsday based. Like, yeah, and then no, they would, they'd is, show yeah. them around their like stockpile for when the world's in. They're like, I've got 19 barbecue sauces. And it's like, well, that's going to be off in five years. Yeah. What's the point <laughs> in that? And they're like, look at all my hand sanitizers. And I've got loads, absolutely loads of dishwasher mm -hmm, soap. Mm -hmm. It's just so weird. The whole culture around the end of the world is fascinating because people, like, Quite clearly, you're not dealing with it very well if you turn yeah. to extreme couponing. Like, yeah. it must be quite a present danger in your, like, life to be like, oh my God, if the world ends, I need to have my 19 barbecue sauces. I find that these people that are, like, really into the end of the world focus on so many weird things. Well, I mean, just, 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 just to be recent and current, the coronavirus, the hoarding toilet paper, mm. made no sense. If I'm, if I'm in an end of a situation, the last thing I'm thinking about is my asshole. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm thinking about eating. Yeah. Like, I can wash myself. Like, that's, but then because straight men think it's gay, so they're not going to wash themselves. That's exactly use to, it. Toilet paper. But like, like, why, why are you hoarding toilet paper? It doesn't make any sense. It's no sense whatsoever. It makes no sense. And also, the, the thing that makes it even stranger is that this whole pandemic, none of the symptoms were like upset stomach or like yeah. vomiting or anything. It was all just like nothing to do with, yeah. like, you don't need toilet paper for this virus, basically. Yeah. And yeah. it's just so weird. I think what's interesting about the current thing as well is like, it makes you really because we've never really had anything like this where people have been like hoarding food and too scared to leave the house. Like we've never really lived through that in our lifetime. Um, oh, there's, we've had similar things happen, but never to this extreme. And it's like, it makes me worry about something happening that's genuinely like catastrophic yeah. that could like wipe out a huge, because like, yes, coronavirus is very serious, but like, to the level of something like the Black Death, where like yeah. millions and millions and millions and millions, millions people are just dying in the street. Like, if anything like that ever happened again, we found a virus that really just wiped out a load of people, or like you know, a, a, a more natural disaster one. Yeah. Like, how insane people would go. I think, in a way, this is kind of not like the best thing to happen, but this is a relatively safe virus to have go pandemic-wise. Yeah. So it, I think it has between, a, is it between a, a three and 5% mortality rate, which is, you know, safe when compared to things that other things like um, smallpox, which has like quite a high death rate. Like mm -hmm. you're talking 50% of patients yeah. die from it. So it's like, thank goodness we didn't have something that literally just swayed through our countries and killed us all. In a way, it's good for it to have not been quite so lethal, even though I know there'll be people watching here, watching us here that have had like loved ones suffer and loved ones yeah. pass away and stuff. I know people personally that have done as well, but thank goodness it isn't something more intense that affects every single person. Yeah, I think as well, like one thing that we really pay attention to, especially being LGBT people, is like, if anything in the future really does happen, like, we're the first to go. Oh, one. We're the first. If they say it goes to change, people are like, oh, do certain people get survived? They're not going to save the gays or the no, trans or no. the, you know, the bar. Like, we're going to be gone. Yeah. Like, we're the first. This is why, like, we talk about things like how we specifically might think the world will end in the future. Things like global warming and climate change and stuff, like, gay people and queer people should be on that in a heartbeat because, trust me, if the food starts running out, the water starts going, we're the first to go. Yeah, oh, 100%. It's very, because you know when people are like, oh, I can't wait for like a Mad Max situation where we have to all fight over water. Like, are you insane? <laughs> are you actually insane? Anyone that's marginalised is going to be the first to go because they're going to be like, the yeah. government's going to be like, well, we need to feed our straight white men. Yeah, basically. Well, that's the real truth. <laughs> Screw the gays. They don't need anything. There is a couple of scenarios that I actually think 
from a scientific point of view, we can see as like huge scathing problems on the on the horizon. Yeah. So like, did you know, for example, that we're running out of fresh water? Yes, we, you told How me something earlier. How frightening yeah. is this? Imagine not having fresh water. Yeah, turning on the tap and it's not there. No, but, uh, but yes, I mean, just that. I mean, like, how, how like, deranged and uncomfortable do you get when you've gone like 12 hours without a sip of something? Yeah. Like, you start to get really frustrated, you start mm -hmm. to get headachy, you start to get a bit. Imagine going then like a day without water mm -hmm. and then like two days. Mm -hmm. And then, like, because there's no fresh water, there's no fresh food after two yeah. days. And like, all these things start crumbling. And it's just, it's really frightening to think of that that is, uh, that is actually happening to us right now yeah. unless we actively change how we are impacting the environment mm -hmm. around mm -hmm. us. Scary girls, it's really scary. I think people, the thing is, people don't really think about things like water. They think it's just like, especially in like at least Western world, obviously where it's so, I know there are countries obviously that have, don't yeah. have lots of water, but like for us and stuff, it's just like, you you don't even think about it really. You're turning a tap on and like, okay, well I'll pay the water bill. You never think of that, they're like, well, do it too much, there's none left. Yeah, it's there's, like, there's eventually, not going to be anything. Like, this will go. I think a lot of people forget that this, what we're experiencing now isn't forever. And currently we're on borrowed time and eventually the rug is going to start to be pulled out from underneath us yeah. when we start to uncover all these problems. So there was a study released recently which tested like the plastic content in like a huge array of crustaceans mm -hmm. that both fed on like little creatures and also were filter feeders and there was plastic found in every single specimen oh, they couldn't sake. even find a control to be like this is what one without plastic looks like because everything had plastic in mm -hmm. it and the worst effective ones were krill so they're the ones that filter feed and then all the bigger fishes eat them so the plastic has gone all the way up the food chain and it's in us right now well i was going to say i remember watching something recently and it was about how about plastic and how it's affected and like uh how it's actually inside our systems yeah. right now because of the because of things we've eaten that have been affected by it. There was something about it being in the air. Yeah, so there's microfibers in the air that you can yep. breathe in. It's in our clothes, it gets into cuts, it's in our food, it's in our water. We cannot get it out of our water system because it's now nano nanoparticles yep. of plastic. Like it is, that's gonna be like the end of the world unless we really change how we're how we're gonna behave yeah. because like- The thing is, I didn't even know about things like microbeads and like face washes until you told me yeah. really relatively recently. I didn't realize that it was plastic balls. Yeah. I thought it was like some kind of like- Sword or something. Yeah, yeah. I didn't think it was little like plastic beads. Uh, can you imagine a worse thing to invent? Just be like, we've got all these plastic off cuts. What should we say? Make it into a beauty product, hashtag <laughs> go voguing. Put it on your face, girls, wash I, it down the sink. The whole idea of like rubbing plastic on your face to <laughs> clean, like it's just insanity. The Plastic being in the like food chain is gonna collapse ecosystems. And then as soon as ecosystems start collapsing, we end up with like food system collapses. So yeah. as soon as ecosystems collapse, we then have like, we're running out of food. We're running out of all these things. And then literally it's not gonna be a rush, on, rush to your local Tesco for toilet roll. It's gonna be like, I need to have my ration of bread for the night. So to stay on this kind of topic, what are other ways you think the world could possibly end? For me, one of the most fascinating ones is like an asteroid impact. Yeah. That's like, I'm so into that. Yeah. Just like imagine just like a huge celestial body just like sailing from billions of light years away. And it's on our way, it's on its, it's on its way right now, girls. There she is. There she is, girl. Oh, come hello, hello. Hello. And then she'll just come into our like solar system, knock out a couple of other planets mm -hmm. and completely impact us. All the volcanoes would immediately squirt gold yeah. right into the ceiling, burning everything alive. The sun would be like exploding. The magnetic pulses mm -hmm. would be everywhere. I think that's fascinating. I think, I think, well, I remember, I don't know if it was a Are you gonna tell me I remember the last one? I remember the dinosaurs. I was, was there. I was there watching, eating my porridge. Eating my plastic. Eating my plastic. <laughs> 
<laughs> you drink my plastic reading, we just, we just digest. I remember when I, we were, what year were we in? Maybe year nine? So we would have been about 13. Mm. They were saying that there was some meteor that could potentially hit the earth around that time. And all of my friends were like scared. And my, I remember my friend Rachel telling me, and we were like, oh my God, oh my we're going to die. Now, girl. obviously it never did. And I don't remember what, this, what it was called because it was such a long time ago. But I remember that happening. Um, and there was one recently that had uh, passed through Earth's orbit. That's, yeah. And, but we weren't there at the time when it happened and yeah. it could have potentially been like a catastrophic event, which is that scary. There's been multiple times where they think asteroids could potentially come close to the us. The thing is, it missed. happens all the time. Yeah. But because we're very lucky and we have a beautiful celestial body known as the moon, we love the moon. Yeah. She actually protects us from so many of these like yeah. mini asteroid she, impacts. Yeah, the, she, the she, moon she, is a woman. The moon is the only woman. Oh. The original woman. Maybe the moon's non-binary. <laughs> Yeah, she is. so the moon ends up protecting us from a lot of these bodies impacting us, but there's also a huge scar on Mars where something a, a potentially had a an scar. impact. So it's got like, it's like a lightning bolt scar. Oh. <laughs> Harry Potter! We don't talk about Harry no, Potter. No, we don't, cancelled. So there's a huge scar on Mars and it looks like or at least some scientists have suggested that it could be either related to a water canyon or a celestial impact. Okay. And to be honest, it could be it could really be either. The science is kind of out on both. Well, of there's, it. There's, there's 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 like a say. We're well, not saying, but like a, a creation kind of like how we got here, end of world kind of thing. Is that there's like a theory that uh, we originally were on Mars and that the planet was dying because we had killed it and then we transported to Earth. Stranger things have happened Strange in the universe. Stranger things have happened, yeah. Really? yeah like, like gay marriage. That's why we had to leave Mars. <laughs> That's why we had yeah. to leave Mars, oh, yeah, gay God, marriage. Gays. Yes, the God was Just, like, no girls. No girls, cancelled. Have a meteor. And we left on a little meteor. Yeah. Another one that's related to space that is quite fascinating is a solar flare. I was going to talk about solar flare. These happen all the time. So, yeah, solar flares come out and they damage your like, uh, like electronic stuff. Now one, I remember watching a video recently Recently about this and one hit us like before technology was like a massive oh, thing really? um so it didn't really damage anything because it wasn't any because it wasn't really yeah. anything here but if the same thing happened now it would like mess up the entire planet really um, all of the like the because obviously like electronics would stop working uh -huh. um all the tele like tele like telephones, le uh, the electric wires that tra like transport all the electricity throughout the cities and things would all just just get blown up. Basically, it affects electrons, doesn't it? Yeah, so it, it just affects the magnetic poles. Phones wouldn't stop working. TVs, lights, like everything Can that we depend on to live with electricity will just get fried. Imagine having no electricity. Like, just all of a sudden, gone. That's yeah. it. All you've got is this dim light from outside. Like, on a sometimes Wednesday it can be quite afternoon. funny. And you're like, oh, the, the electricity's gone out. Let's just put a candle on and listen to When you have, like, yeah. Like, like, going on days and days and days, it's literally like, I'm going to die. No more cold food. My, no. my, my food's going rotten. Yeah, got to go out and beat a Karen to death yeah. for a little nibble. <laughs> so, when, like, electronics go down, it's fascinating because there's this, there's a, um, it's not a concept, what's it called? I guess like something that's actually going to happen. So there's gonna be waves of human extinction when the electricity runs out, if we were to have a solar flare and not be able to like replenish our electricity supplies or whatever. So the first people to go would be the people in hospital currently on life support, those yeah. sorts of things. So that would be like a section of the public that would go. And then the second wave of human extinction would be like all the people that are like a little bit unwell in society. So anyone who has to take like daily medication. So people who have like diabetes or like long-term health problems. Mm -hmm. After a couple of days when they can't get access to their medicine and their fridges have, you know, all heated up and everything's gone rotten, they're next, sadly. And then you've got, like, a couple of weeks later, you will have, like, children that are 
like unable to survive without parents and things like that. And then you'll have like the healthiest people left that then have to fight for resources. Mm -hmm. So that's like waves of destruction. The thing is, when you talk about the end of the world that's like in a legitimate way, it's never just like, it's, it's hardly ever just gonna be like, Gone. Yeah, it's yeah. always like loads of madness happens, and then like all these things culminate in a crescendo of destruction. Yeah, exactly. And then it? the yeah. downfall of humanity happens. Unless we're in a simulation, they just flip the opposite, and they just go, "Oops, who left?" Oh look, Sharon fell over. Yes, Sharon fell over. and tipped a water on the keyboard. Oh. I think some of the ways that I consider that Earth, uh, well, we might die. It will, it will be a slower process, but I think with uh, global warming stuff, like things like Earth, uh, the sea rising and stuff, and causing people to have to migrate into other countries because of like, That's this level's going really, really high. That, that is and then gonna... causing like riots and chaos and stuff because people are trying to cram into places- That they've um, never had to be before. Yeah. And I think a lot of people also be like, because let's be honest, we know how racist people can be. Like people be like, no, this is our now, you can't come oh here. Oh my like, God, if Brexit has shown anything, it's that everybody is xenophobic. Yeah, 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 definitely, definitely. The whole like... seawater rising thing as well has so many un, like, unexpected results as well. Because if the sea, if the like sea ice melts, the, the level of salt in the ocean will drop. So all these animals that have like made, like been very well acclimatized to like quite salty environments, the water, the seawater is gonna like dilute it and it's gonna become more acidic. Yeah. So then like nothing can live in acidified oceans. Like nothing yeah, it's can not, live. Yeah, it's, it's not acid. evolved in that. Yeah. You'd have to have lived in that in thousands and thousands and thousands of years. It's so yeah. quickly that nothing has had really the chance to evolve. We've seen so many species of animals go extinct in just the last 50 years alone. Like, yeah. It's really shocking. It's quite yeah. scary. We have something looming on the horizon called a blue ocean event. So this basically means uh, we have sea ice and it like freezes okay. and melts and freezes and melts and freezes and melts. Uh, so a blue ocean event is going to be the first time in history ever that n there is no ice present in any of the oh, oceans gosh, okay. around the earth yeah. and it will not be coming back from that point like not as in like not reforming in the winter that is scary do you ever think people when the world gets hotter like even more would move to like these places where like at the moment it's just ice and you can't live there i mean i don't i guess so. we would have to like do you we? reckon people could like yeah migrate up to like the north pole and live there and like, that, if it's if people it, live at the north pole i mean Maybe like not permanently, but I think there is. Well, there's like Leyland and stuff that are near the. Like, I love Leyland. I thought you Lakeland. meant Lakeland. Yeah, yeah, I'm just going to go to the North Pole to buy yeah. a nice colander. Yeah, but there's Lapland, is what I meant to say, where La Santa lives. Yeah. And people go and like, they live Santa there. doesn't live there. Santa. Santa lives in my basement. If the North Pole is like getting warmer and the equator is also going to be getting warmer, mm. I mean, we, we had 39 degrees Celsius in London last yeah. year. That is like unheard I, of. Okay, you're saying this. I don't remember what it was. I remember seeing some kind of like informational photo about in the future how countries would get so hot that we can't live there anymore because it's too warm. Yeah. And they would have to like migrate to other places. So not only would people be moving because of rising sea levels, they'd also be moving because their country is now too hot to really live in. Exactly. Because and it's happening so quickly. This is just it. People aren't, but like we're not able to readjust. So we like, we've gone point past the point of no return. Like there's no, oh, we can stop climate change. Like we, we're, we're fully in it. We're, we're falling yeah. off the cliff at the moment. Are we going to have air, air pads in the car? It's basically 
airpads, is that what it's called? <laughs> airbags. Airbags. The reality is, is that a lot of people are going to suffer. Yeah. A lot of people are going to suffer. I hate the selfishness of people, though. And it's that's like, well, it. I'll be dead before then, so I don't give a shit. Well, that's how we've got to this mess. Yeah. Well, it's always all the fucking boomers who it are like, is. who made all this plastic and then blame us because the plastic, in, like, like, these entitled millennials want clean air. How <laughs> dare they? Oh, we didn't have plastic in the ocean when we were younger. Like, <laughs> it's because you just fucking made it. You just made all the plastic. <laughs> it's literally, you could go to the ocean in, like, I don't know, New Delhi or something and just literally pick up something that's like, popsicles from 1961. <laughs> like, how dare you? I'm one of these people that's, I'm a pessimist through and through. I'm either pleasantly surprised or always right. So I love being a pessimist. And essentially it means that we're probably gonna see quite a lot of things change within our, our yeah. lifetime. Like I have a feeling like people would love saying like, 2020, after 2020, we'll get back to normal. Like 2021, hashtag back to normal. Back to Let normal me just tell you, this is the opening scene of the next decade. Mm -hmm. This is the opening scene of One Earth is Coming Guild. I wonder what, how long it will be until like the next disease or like virus comes out and the similar thing happens. Like well, it's just, the thing is, it's really exposed, well, the one that we've just had has exposed how unwilling people are to actually like deal with an issue that's right in their face also, at that time. Also, how unwilling people are just to be fucking clean. When this, when the first sign out, a sign that came up that was like, wash your hands five times a day at least. It's like, how many people weren't doing this already? Uh, and and also going to, going to like public like, uh, like restaurants and bathrooms, going like now wash your hands. Like, who, why are you being told to wash your bloody hands after taking a shit? If you're to the stage in your life where you need to be told that, just jump off a bridge. Yeah, it's absolutely hideous. I can't really. just literally go away because you're bringing nothing to society. Another thing I think is very interesting to think about is what like sounds very scientific is like potentially like you know a alien race or something finding us oh, or like yes. destroying us, which is you know this is in the realm of possibilities. Like, mm -hmm. God knows what the hell could happen. Um, there could be, a, you know, a race up there. Really the lizard people the could lizard be taking pe over. Oh, my God, lizard New people are But, like, I think it's very interesting because, like, people, people, people are always like, oh, you know, if we got contact with aliens, it'd be really cool, blah, blah, blah. But it, it's true what people say, like, it's like when we see ants and things, we kill it. So aliens, if they saw us, we probably, maybe to us, we'd just be like little ants. They'd be like, oh, get rid of those bastards. Yeah, they'd, we'd just be so insignificant that you'd just be like, oh, they're on my sand. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And also, I think... I, I, I'm pretty sure Stephen Hawking's before he died, not to say before, it was a while before he died, he said that like, it'd probably be better if we didn't find aliens. Yeah, yeah, I think, yeah. He, he wrote something about it. He wrote it, something it about really it and was like, it's probably better for us not to find them. It would be safer for humanity to not find another alien race. Yeah. Because if they're anything like us, we'd be gone. Yeah. Like, practically instantly. Yeah. Because it really, in, in terms of like, evolving in a finite space, if you're not gonna like, dominate the resources, then like, you don't survive. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, so there were several other types of human before there was Homo sapiense, which um, we are mostly related to. There's the Neanderthal and there's that other one. I can never remember what the other one is called. We wiped them both out. The Homo sapiens was like, gone, mm -hmm. they're mine girls. And that's why we only have like shreds of their DNA in our systems because like sometimes we bred with them and then we were like stab take your resources oh. I live in my cave now girl so talking about like supernatural things and stuff one of my favourite films I absolutely love um, is The Mist have you seen The Mist? I have seen The Mist now that is and that's to do with like the army and basically they, they created this like wormhole that like creatures from another dimension was coming in it was like this mist that was swept through the country and like the world and basically these like monsters lived in the mist and I feel like that's a very interesting uh, topic to even kind of consider um like that we could get 
into sort of like other dimension or something that would like happen. That would to... be such an unpredictive way of just suddenly be like, and boom, oops, we're now yeah. dealing with the apocalypse exactly. immediately. And it makes me, it makes me think about people like when we when we spoke about how like the gays will be the first to go. And like there's that scene inside the in the supermarket where they kill that man, don't they? Because they like sacrifice him and then they try to kill the child because they were like sacrifice them to the beast. But there, there's that like religious nutty woman that yeah. then starts a new cult, like, yeah. oh we've done it all wrong, Gail. And it's always like, oh my god. Yeah, like that, but that's that would happen with people there would there would, would be there would be these like like uh musari people that would suddenly and be like i said this would happen absolutely like, and then they'd become like cult leaders and stuff but i i do find like that's very interesting to talk about i feel like hollywood and well just people in general have an obsession with like these kind of end of world movies and making this kind of like cata cata uh, well, the mist was written events. by Stephen, Stephen uh, King. King. Stephen King. Stephen Fry. Yeah, Stephen King. I haven't read the book, but apparently the book is like infinitely yeah. better than the film. But honestly, the mist, though, I find it really interesting. Like when he drives away in the car with the family, and then they're like, they just the see end. the endings horrendous. But then they just see that huge monster. That that's kind the first of just time like, that you actually really see the, something as well, and it is literally just like, oh, that's the yeah, that's other than just what like, you're dealing the with. The only time you really see something before it's is like, like the, bat the bat things or like some spider stuff. Yeah. But like that was like this humongous like creature that was walking through the city, and it's like a Godzilla-style level tall, and like it's just like. That's terrifying. So there is some, there's a fear, a phobia known as megalophobia, which mm -hmm. is fear of like astronomically gigantic things that could easily just be like, gone, yeah. you're gone. Like that is really frightening. Like, and the idea that you couldn't really make out what it was and it was yeah. in the mist and it had been brought here, but it's also an alien. Yeah. It's also a monster. Like that is hideous. Yeah. Again, like we spoke about one in a previous one, uh, but it's like for the creatures in Cloverfield about like how these like monsters have suddenly arrived here from like, other dimensions and stuff. And it's like really terrifying. Imagine like people in, who are like, in like the space station and think it's like catastrophic was happening on Earth and they're up there going like, what do we do? What the hell do we do? I've hell? never even thought about that, actually. The idea of being, like, off-planet and, like, a catastrophe happening and then yeah. you're just being, like, the only human left. Yeah. Or the like, only two humans left, like, in space. Like, what? Like, yeah, what? how do you even program that? How do you even then be, like... Like, are you then just left to die? Yeah. Or, like, or do you we... have, like, some sort of magical button or code where you can be, like, we need to, like... Go back absolutely to Earth, terrifying. Girls. Absolutely terrifying. That is hideous, isn't but, it? But um, I do love that film, The Mist. I do think it's very interesting and very. I thought it's very honest to how people would act in that situation. It's, it's quite a mirror, isn't it? Like yeah. a black mirror. Also, something that people don't ever really think about, and this is something that I was like, oh yeah, I didn't think about this. Is volcanoes? Oh, there's there's. Edna, at the moment, she's having a bit of a sneeze, isn't there's, she? There's one volcano... I, I don't know what it's actually... I should have probably thought about it. I don't know what it's called. There's a volcano that if it erupts, it will basically wipe out humanity. Is and that it's like, Vesuvius? It's, maybe. I and it's actually it like... She's due. on the cusp. It's yeah. like due an eruption. If that goes, one, we've literally got nothing we can do. There's yeah. nothing we can do to stop this volcano from erupting. And if it does, it will pretty much kill... Everything. Uh, like half the fucking world. The cloud of like smoke in the But even uh, just saying that, like... Will block out the sun yeah. for like everywhere. And the, the fumes and the depth stuff will travel the across the world. The fallout would be insane. Yeah. Like the thing, when you, when you say like half the world is going to be like destroyed or whatever, like it's so difficult to picture that as like one human just like now. Do you know what I mean? Just being yeah. like, I'm like, it's almost really difficult to think about your own like demise. We're very self-centered. Like even when something is going wrong, we normalize it. We're like, oh, there was only one stabbing today. 
Yeah. Oh, there's only one riot outside today. Oh, there's only one pandemic happening at mm -hmm. the moment. So, you know, we're fine. Oh, we're Yellowstone. Well, Yellowstone, is that what it is? There's, there's a few, like, really, I'm trying to look up what it is. I love this title. Will Yellowstone erupt soon and kill us all? <laughs> <laughs> so there is, there is a few volcanoes that could potentially have devastating. Maybe it's Yellowstone, but there's this one volcano that's, like, horrendously dangerous. Those sorts of things, though, these big natural disasters, there is absolutely nothing we can do about it. Uh, yeah, I think, like, they, I don't know, they can, like, bl I guess, try and blow up a fucking ass. But like, would that even really? Because surely that would scatter more. Well, that's pieces. it. Yeah, it might make it easier to deal with in terms of like individual pieces. Yeah. It, only a few years ago did we land something on an asteroid, yeah. didn't we? And we were like, hooray! And we found out that it was actually like sandy, and she bounced, she bounced, and then like was up against a wall. So we couldn't she see was, anything. She's making sand angels. She was. Yeah. 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 Day at the beach. Yeah. Mad day. Yeah. Ironically, one of the most like prestigious concepts of like the end of the world, girls, was the Mayan calendar ending in twenty. Yeah. I think that was the most, yeah, I think it's definitely what most people were talking about because apparently like, you know, oh, the calendar stopped then. But like, didn't they say like, it was just because they ran out of space or something? But also there was something weird as well that like, I, I don't know if it was, it was about like the days in the week were not the same or the months of the year were not the same and it wasn't actually 2012, it yeah. was 2016. And oh, I mean, was it? Oh. hashtag <laughs> gagged. But do you know what I mean? Like, have you ever seen the Mayan calendar as well? It's like yeah, this it's like big a, circular yeah. thing yeah. that looks so beautiful. But like, I've got no idea how to read it. Someone could be lying to me, be like, yeah, just right there. It says end of the, yeah, 2012. Yeah. Yeah. It's really strange because I mean, I even made a video about it. Did like, you? I made like, this like, video of me going insane. It was like that video where I was like, I like it when you bleed on my face. Oh, I love it was that, that one. But like, I think it was definitely like a do you, well, okay so what what not that i really believed it but what made me go this is a load of shit is the fact they made a film called 2012 oh yeah okay. it was literally just like it could have been a big marketing ploy wouldn't it yeah, i mean like it wouldn't I, it wouldn't surprise me if that was the case and it was just a catastrophic kind of like just disaster film one thing i want to say i never really understand why people like watching disaster films because the one one literally every single film is identical and also like nothing happens for the first hour and then at the end you know like a volcano goes off or deep impact is that like, the one where it's literally just like that one guy who's just like constantly escaping the most ridiculous over yeah. the top scenes yeah. and he's like in a camper van like yeah, evading yeah. the earthquake or yeah. something like that film is so oh depressed. my god! So I'm talking about sort of more supernatural things that we could, we never been like a Godzilla or like, oh. or like the Kraken or like those kind of like mythical creatures coming in to like destroy things. I obviously I don't believe any of that has going to happen. Oh, I but really like, love I the lo Godzilla films. I, I, I do love to have that sort of like uh, uh, chatting or like. Of like fantasizing about like massive beasts or like monsters or like, all that stuff. Demons Ancient demons erupting from the crust and yeah. being like, I'm here to take back well, our it's, planet, it's girl. A, it's a bit like if anyone's ever watched Cabin in the Woods. Have you seen that? That, that is that, an amazing, that is so unique. Incredible film. If any of you haven't seen Cabin in the Woods, we, we're probably going to spoil some of it now, but like, um, spoilers it's ahead. Such a good horror film. Like, it's so good. Like, for horror films, don't normally, they're kind of okay. Now and then you'll get like an actual gem, and Cabin in the Woods is a gem. And the fact that like there's these people that are, like uh, almost like a game show, I guess. It you is. Look, and they're like people are, like guessing what kind of like zombies or like monsters will come up to try and kill these people. And it's like uh, a little bit Hunger Gamesy in a way. Honestly, the co I'm trying to explain this film. It's like you have to see it to yeah, understand it because like it is the biggest mind mess up film. Ever. Yeah, exactly. And at the end, they're like, "Why are you doing this to us?" And it turns out like there's this ancient creatures that live the old ones. Yeah, who like live in like the in the center of the in the, the center of the earth. And like if you don't Kill, die if you don't, you don't appease them with yeah. blood sacrifices they start to get very upset 
sense. Yeah, and they come out and then they basically destroy the earth afterwards because they don't do it at the end because they decide to like say F you to the rules. And the whole world ends. And like things like that I find so fascinating to like. They could think have about. really expanded on that universe. Like yeah. I would love to see, like I'd love to find out more about the old ones and like more about how it was done before. Oh like, my god, technology they could so just sequel about another world that has it happened. It would be or, like, absolutely yeah. amazing. There could be things that happen that we don't even understand that could kill us all. Oh, absolutely. Some kind of like unseen creature or, you know, I don't know, I don't know I'm trying to think of, like, like, I can't even think Yeah, this it is the thing. Like, it's literally, it's that, it's like that mind map where it's like, this is how much we know. This is how much we don't know we know, or we don't know that we don't know. And then it's just like, this is everything that we don't know that we don't even know that we have never yeah, thought exactly. about. Yeah, exactly. There like, is so much, even things that, even like when it comes to like the light spectrum that we can't even see. see. And like, for we know, something could be out there that could come to the earth or something could happen. And like, so Something could literally be waiting here, just like looking at us right now being like, seven years, girls. Yeah, like, you like, know, you'd never know, would you? It makes me think of that, what's that film where you, you can't look in the light because they, you end up killing yourself, you die. Was it, oh my goodness. What I'm was not, that? It's like a Netflix I probably have thing. Seen it. I can't remember what it's called. Basically, if you like looked into the light, you would become insane and die. Like those kind of things. Like Oh, I vaguely remember something about this. I can't remember exactly. Cause there's that like famous thing that people go like, they made a meme about it because there's like this man opening this old woman's eyes and she, she, he's like this pulling yeah. her eyes open to look into like the light because it would like, kill you. And also you could talk about crazy things like zombie apocalypses and stuff. Oh like yeah, like- Chemical warfare. I mean, a zombie apocalypse, chemical warfare, like yeah. realistically, if we don't like, if global warming doesn't get us, it feels like a third world war. Yeah. Like, like nuclear fallout, that yeah. is frightening. Yeah, yeah. All these people that are like, I've got a nuclear bunker, I'm gonna be safe. Like, if London gets hit by a nuclear weapon, the entire country is effed yeah. forever. Yeah. Like that, you're not surviving, girls. Yeah. Especially with what was tested. You know, like that. What is it? The Tsar? Is it the Tsar bomber? Is that the one? The biggest megaton thing ever de detonated, and it didn't even fully detonate because it yeah, was like yeah, 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 mistakenly yeah. calculated. It only gave half load. Well, or whatever there, it was, was. there was there was we there was a Netflix show, and um, one of the episodes it was like a factual show, and this guy tries to find out about lots of different topics yeah. and stuff. And one of the topics he did. Um, in this documentary was about nukes and how many like nuclear bombs that have been like tested in America and stuff all around the world. And it was like, you have just blown up all this stuff, affected the atmosphere. Yeah. So much, affected so many things, caused so much like radiation poisoning in so many places. Like it's now illegal to test nuclear bombs for that reason. Mm -hmm. And it was like, first of all, why the hell do we need anything like that on earth? Like that is not something that should ever be made. That is, not this is the thing, we're gonna kill ourselves. We're yeah. gonna end up killing ourselves. And it's like, I can't understand why you would, I just, it's like people don't think about the outcome of what stuff happened, like th things. If you drop a nuclear bomb somewhere, that will affect you as well. Even if yeah. you don't live there, it's going to affect you. And like it will yeah. affect history and what's gonna happen. The same way when people say stupid things like we talked about in our conspiracy theory video, like about chemtrails, about how, yeah. you know, people polluting the air and all the stuff and like, oh, but like that's gonna kill you it's, as well. Yeah, 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 like, yeah. Yeah, so the, absolutely. All these things about nuclear bombs and all this testing and stuff, it's like, you are destroying the planet and you are going to die. Like, there's this weird thing about science as well. Like, I understand, like, the Manhattan Project is where the nuclear weapons were kind of invented. I guess that's where they were really, like, conceptualised and birthed out of, like, brilliant scientific minds. But it is almost like no one stopped and asked these scientists, why are you doing this? Do you really think you should be? Because there's that famous saying associated, I can't remember the physicist that did it, but he was like, um, I have become death, the destroyer of worlds. He said that when he detonated 
one of the nuclear weapons and oh. saw the destruction. Something we need to talk about, and I remember this when this was going to happen, everyone thought that the world was going to end because of the hype about it, was the Hadron, Hadron Collider. Oh, yes! The Hadron Collider, like so, is this this part of Europe? Yeah, basically. So there's this like, is it Hadron Collider? It is Hadron Collider. Where is it? The Hadron Collider CERN in Switzerland. So basically, it's basically a particle accelerator that they were trying to test how like smashing atoms together to make black holes. That is exactly it. So basically, trying to like study black holes and stuff. But the problem is, it was like theorized that like if we created this black hole, it would then suddenly swallow up the Earth because obviously people things can't escape the black hole. Black hole has like. Uh, like the highest gravity ever, like thing in the density yeah. inside. Um, They're the and... demons of the universe. Yeah. Do you know how big a black hole is? No, in this yeah. absolutely blew my mind. There is a black hole at the center of our galaxy. It's the size of a pea. The size of a pea. It's the size of a pea. A garden pea. It has hardly any size, but it is so unfathomably heavy. Yeah. It is filled with so much mass. It is like it is so weird to think of it. It's it's just like a collapsed. Area. Yeah, and I know people won't really. I know a lot of people won't really understand, but like the fact that it's so dense and it's so black that like light can't even escape, which is we, what gives the only it way that. we can see them is because light bends around them. You yeah. can't see a black hole in yeah. the middle of darkness. Yeah. It's just literally like you only ever see the effect that it has on stuff around it. Which yeah. I love that concept. Mm. Like when you see a black hole like feeding on a star, it is like in like a star, an actual like massive celestial body being gobbled up by this tiny little thing that's just like. I am grabbing you. I'm going to eat you. I, you are like there is no escape. Yeah, you don't. You can never escape a black yeah. hole. I think. I think it's crazy. But like that. That was like. I remember that was a huge thing. I think it was 2009. I want to say. And that. That was a scary thing. So even I was be like, oh no, we're all going to die. 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 Don't collide. It's going to make a black hole. But that was a massive thing. I just suddenly remember talking yeah. about it. So going on from this, I actually feel like us as humans have experienced, or us as millennials, hashtag gag of the millennial, have kind of experienced like world changing events. Not necessarily yeah. the end of a world as such, yeah. but more like the end of the world as we knew it before then. So one of the ones that really pops out to me is when 9-11 happened. Yeah. So when 9-11 happened, like, it, I don't know what it is, but like when I was talking to like my dad about like traveling in the 70s on like aeroplanes and 80s, they're just like, yeah, we can put whatever we wanted in our bag. We take on eight kilos of uh, Coke. No, I don't know. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like it was yeah. so lackadaisical. Yeah. You could be like, I've got my shampoo and my scissors. Yeah. On a plane, and yeah. now it's like, you've got that, oh my God, arrest them. The idea that then, like, international travel changed it, forever. It, it, do you know what was like a massive show? I didn't realize how different it was. I was recently watching Airline. Oh, so yeah. We have, we have a, do you have a TV show in the UK called Airline, which is basically like a camera crew would follow yeah. like some airline company and just, like people go on the planes and things. You just basically watch the whole process of people going on planes, coming up with that stuff. But obviously, the sh this show was like from like the late '90s. Mm -hmm. So obviously, before um, obviously, it, I mean, it went into like the 2000s. But like it was before 9/11. And watching some of the things that people were doing, like kids didn't even have to have a passport; they could go on their parents' passport. And like uh, like the stuff that people were able to come on and off the planes was yeah. ridiculous. And like the security to even get on the plane was so lax; it, oh, was, it was like insane. insane. So when 9/11 did happen, it really did change. Air travel it for ages. Yeah, and it changed completely how we see traveling now. Like when I, if I'm ever going to go on a plane again, I don't know if we're like, I don't want to go anywhere else in the world at the moment. Like I don't want to go to Spain at the moment or Italy mm -hmm. or whatever. But the idea of like 
going through airport security is actually quite like intimidating now. I'm like, have I accidentally placed a bomb in my luggage? I, I don't know if very, I have. It is very and it's like, scary. I have to put my shampoo in a little tiny bottle and they're like, is this cocaine? Are you going to prison? <laughs> like, no, Sandra, I just need to wash my hair in Marbella. I think it's honestly so insane now that that's, that's like one of the biggest things that have impacted how we can live in this world now. Yeah. But another thing that's just happened to us specifically in the UK is Brexit. Yeah. And that's going to fundamentally change how British people and our perceived okay, so and how we can live. Regardless of what you think about Brexit or whatever, I cannot believe that the UK, I mean, it was because they're flipping stupid, but they voted to end us being able to live anywhere in Europe. I know. Why would you, why would, now, now, if I suddenly go, do you know what I would, I would really, really love to go and live in Spain somewhere, have a nice villa or whatever. Nope. I'm not allowed to. Unless you have huge amounts of money and like lots mm -hmm. of time to like become a registered citizen. I think I was reading some article somewhere that it was like, it's going to cost at least half a million pounds in order to go from A to B to actually be allowed to live in somewhere oh, in Spain now. Say. Whereas it used to be completely free. I can't believe it end free travel. That is a kick in the teeth for people like us because like what about now the generations after us we are locked on this island now yeah and not that you and know that's a bad thing but you know what's, what I mean what's really oh well, that's debatable what's really stupid actually is, as well is the fact that the, the people in the UK who are like get them out get them out get them out I'm like you do realise that there are thousands and thousands and thousands of people in the UK like from the UK who live all around Europe yeah. Like you're saying it's okay for you guys to do it, but no one else come here. The political situation with Brexit is absolutely ludicrous as well, because not only now have we gone, no, I don't want to be at the big boy table in the European Union and be able to vote on our laws, no. We don't want to be subservient to anyone, reclaim our borders. Now we're going to become America's lapdog and not have any saying about not having like chlorinated chicken in our water Ooh. and like all that disgusting stuff. It's just like, so we've gone from being actually a powerful player at the poker table yeah. to going, and there would you like to do some trade deals with us? And Would you like go, to buy our NHS? We want to steamroll you, bend you over and take what's ours. And that's what's going to happen to mm -hmm. us now. And mm -hmm. we didn't even vote for it. So, stupid, stupid. Good luck. What do you think is the most like scary way to you to like have the world end? What do you think is most likely? I mean, currently I feel like my most likely sort of one that where the world really ends is going to be climate change. That feels like the most logical. I thought that's the most logical. I think... I don't Unless know. Unless something unpredicted happens, which is very possible. This is the thing, I, th I feel like, because no one ever thought that coronavirus was going to happen. And then it just kind of happened, then, like, I'm, in the space of. The thing is, though, is that we do have global pandemics. They have happened before. Yeah, that's true. While we didn't know it was going to be coronavirus, we kind of almost assumed. In fact, there was even, like, scientific papers released in, like, 2009 saying, like, the way that um, the meat, the wet markets are happening in China are literally like a ticking time bomb for a global pandemic. There's going to be things that we've missed out. That of course we there are. Have, um... Then we'll go, oh my God, why didn't we talk about that? Yeah, why didn't we talk about the fact that some people eat toenails? I was like unsure when Lux first told me about this like topic. I was like, I don't know if I'd have much to say. You've been, oh yeah, you've been going off this. You've been like, shut up, give yeah. me more time. Fully going on, let me say my story. I have loved this. This has been such a fun topic to talk about. So hopefully you guys have enjoyed it too. Um, as Luck said before, let us know down below what you think the world could end, how you like think the more realistic one, or like some more fantasy ones that you think are kind of interesting to talk about. Oh, it's a journey, isn't it's it? It's a journey, girl. girl. All I can say, or I'll try and like finish this on like a happy note, is we were all on this one planet together. We've only got one home and she needs our help. Yeah. So let's just like be mindful of what yeah. we're doing to the planet. Yeah. I mean like, 
realistically, you washing out your jam jar, make sure your single-use plastic is used again. Like, that's obviously not going to have any impact to these, like, massive, you know, shipping tankers that are polluting yeah. the oceans as we speak. But, like, we can vote these people out. Yeah. These people are reaching retirement. These people are, yeah. you know, starting to fade out of existence. And it's well, up to us well, as the younger generation to make a huge impact. Exactly. And Donald Trump talking about how global warming is a hoax. Literally, li just go and jump off a bridge. I can't. Remember to vote. Vote with your wallet. Vote with your mind. Vote with your heart. Vote with your soul. And remember also that everyone around you is a real-life human being that yeah. has had experiences. And treat them as you would want to be treated. Yeah. And now, oh, so oh, Well, anyway, yeah, guys, no. thank you so much for watching. Thank you everyone who listens on SoundCloud and iTunes and Spotify, all that good places. Um, please hit the like button, share with your friends. Tell, yeah, tell us your opinions down below. Um, and if you're still watching the video now, comment down below. Burgers! Burgers!